Greetings, Seamheads, and welcome in to a Thursday installment of the 20th and Blake podcast right here on the My Life Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is hanging loose out there. Both Andrew and myself, we're loose. We're getting hangry. We've got Chipotle on the way. So uh, we figured we'd talk a little baseball before the food gets here, you know, get a little afternoon conversation in, munch on this burrito, and then we're going to go ahead and uh, do the Denver sports betting show. But this is a Colorado Rockies-centric podcast. We'll definitely uh, go over the rocks here a little bit, but they are down and out. They are. So we'll uh, take a look around the National League West, the playoff races, and I think an interesting discussion that we'll have here regarding the Wild card system, the two-dog race that is currently going on for that NL West. You've got the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers. So uh, we'll keep a big eye on that one. But Andrew, my man, how are you doing on this Thursday? You know, I woke up this morning, wanted to go for a run, saw the fact that it was like 45 degrees out at 8 a.m. You don't like running in the cold? I don't like running in the cold until I've gotten used to it. Yeah, like a little acclimation process. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've been used to running in like 75, 80 degree weather the pa- uh, every morning, right, right, right. every few weeks, uh, morning, every few mornings a week. Now it's like 45. It's like, I, I'm not ready for this. No, that makes sense. I I hate the cold. It's not that I hate the cold. It's like the 40s are fine to me. It's like once we start getting in the 30s and the 20s, like when it's chilling, you know, like that's when I just don't want to do anything. Like I'm enjoying what we've got in front of us right now, though. You know, the the change of the seasons, the leaves are falling. We were at the baseball game, Rockies-Dodgers on, what was that, Tuesday night. A little chilly, but, I mean, a great atmosphere nonetheless, like fall baseball. You know, it just makes you wish the Rockies could, you know, be worth a damn. I guess I can cuss on this since it's a podcast, but <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah, no, there is nothing I like more than attending baseball games in the fall. Like you've oh, it's got, the best. You've got that... Uh, the, the sun's not bright. The weather is not hot. Right. It's a, it's hoodie weather, jacket weather. You know, yep. my favorite type of weather, regardless. Yep. So it's just, it's perfect. It really is. Yeah. No, I uh, I completely agree with you. It's uh, you know, you get the 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 change in the colors. You got the football on the weekends. You got the baseball in the middle of the week. It's super fun. It's a great time to go catch a baseball game. And it was the, a good game too. Yeah, it was. They lost. The Rockies did five to four. My undercast in that one, so I was feeling all right about myself. But they bounced back on Wednesday with a great ten to five win over the Dodgers. They'll continue along. Uh, that game's actually about to get started in about an hour or so. A one ten game on this uh, Thursday afternoon before the Rockies will welcome in the San Francisco Giants. So uh, currently playing the Dodgers, they've got a series with the Giants. So I think that's kind of the direction we'll take it in. But quickly on the Rockies. Uh, any takeaways from what you've seen from them here against the Dodgers? You mentioned it was a competitive game against uh, against them on Tuesday. They get the win yesterday. Um, you know, it's just, in my opinion, the Rockies are just one of these teams that are floating in space. You know, it's just, it's what it is at this point, but it's nice to see them at least playing competitive baseball against competitive teams. Yeah, they're playing better baseball than we've seen them play this year against teams that are, you know, Dodgers, second best record in right. b- baseball, I'm pretty sure. If not uh, yeah. third, second or third, I know, in, the, in that spot. But, no, they're, they're playing really good baseball against really good teams. And it makes you wonder, where was this team, you know, a month ago, two months ago, when that season started? Like, they, they could be in, the, in prime wild card standings if they, if they were even half a better team than they, we saw. No, I, I completely agree, man. I, I think where has that – I mean, I don't know what you can attribute that to. Like, it's the same players – you know, it's just, I mean, it's like you, you've been kind of scrapping it together. Like, maybe it just took them kind of a minute to, you know, develop some chemistry and develop some mojo together. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like the Garrett Hamptons of the world, the Rommel Toppies of the world. You know, I know Crone's new. You got Connor Joe, you know. But a lot of these guys have been cogs for the last four or five years. 
You know, for sure. Yeah. And then, oh, Trevor Story. I, th- I think there's a bit of, uh, he's need, he, he has, he has to prove it to somebody. Yeah. He, uh, of the four major shortstops on the free agent market, he is by far having the worst season of the four. Yeah. And it's not even close. Like Corey Seager, even Corey Seager, Corey Seager's not having a great year. Uh, Carlos Correa, good player, not having the year that he was expected to have. Javier right. Baez, your, your shortstop. Javier yeah. Baez, or second base? I don't know. What, in, yeah, middle second, second base. Middle, there you go. Uh, with Javier Baez, he's not having a, a wonderful season that none of the four shortstops are having wonderful seasons. Right. But Trevor Story has been the worst of the four, which, you know, yeah, makes you think. And a guy who was, you know, considered to be one of the best shortstops in the game, you know, not too long ago, just having a down year. So yeah, he, you know, was the, he was the best shortstop rated on MLB yeah, Network uh, I remember TV that. coming into the season. Yeah, that's usually kind of like a bad omen. Like, we should have seen that just faded based off principle. But. Nah, man, the Rockies, you know, they're floating in space, so we'll obviously have to keep you guys, uh, you know, locked and loaded with that as the season begins to dwindle down. But And they get uh, Max Scherzer tonight. Oh, how, or great, today. how great is that? This is just a great gift. You That's know, the guy I wish pitched on Tuesday. Yeah, that would have been a fun matchup because it was who Julio Urias, which isn't awful, but, you know, I'd rather see Mad Max. Yeah, 99% of the time you'd rather see Mad Max on the mound than anybody. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, let me uh, tell you about our friends real quick over at DraftKings Sportsbook because I'm in the process of writing my NFL Week 3 primer. I know you guys are probably getting in the middle of uh, getting your bets in for the weekend. It's been a great, great start to the NFL season, and it's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly no matter what. In this football season, all customers can swing big at DraftKings with Same Game Parlay. Same Game Parlays allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. This week, place a Same Game Parlay on any NFL game, and you'll be credited up to $25 if your bet loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and the best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the chat-ready DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code MHS to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions they do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, your number to call is 1-800-522-4700. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to betting some baseball down the stretch here. We've got some divisional races. We've got some wild card races going on. Um, before we switch over to kind of some general baseball talk, is there anything, any parting thoughts on the Rockies you'd like to get off your chest? Nothing that comes to mind, really. Yeah, like it's just you know, it's been a, it's been a really strong way to finish the season, which kind of gives you hope for going into next season that they won't no. be the uh, the hundred loss team they were supposed right. to be this year. Even with, I mean. If they're performing this way and Trevor's story is doing what we expect out of Trevor's story, Great. that's one thing. But he's largely been a non-factor for most of the season, especially here as of late. Right. And they're still doing what they're doing. It kind of like, even without Trevor's story next year, most likely it's still kind of like, well, maybe there is uh, a glimmer of not terrible right. baseball in the future. Yeah, and that's kind of my takeaway. We'll save like the long-term takes for, you know, a couple weeks from now when the season's really coming down to a close. But I agree with you. You know, my one thought here about the Rockies is they're a competitive team. They're not as far off as I think people think they might be. And, uh, you know, I think that there's some momentum going into next year for sure. But Actually, know- here is a really quick note that I, uh, I, I noticed this afternoon. How many games behind San Diego 
do you think Ooh. the Rockies are right now in the standings? They have been falling, San Diego. San Diego's only a couple games above 500. I'll say nine. Five. Oh, my gosh. They're five games behind the, the, the highly vaunted wow. San Diego Padres going into the season. Everybody yeah. thought they were it was going to be them in, San, in Los Angeles battling yeah. for the divisional title. Stupid Giants. And they you, said, hold my beer. And, like, five games behind one of the uh, the highest-rated teams in baseball mm. this season. It's that's If that doesn't say – that says two things. The Rockies are better than expected. Right. And the Padres – not as great as they were expected to be. Yeah, man. What is going on in San Diego? They have no pitching. Like they can't buy. Like they they literally can't buy a pitcher right now. And they they were the ones that went out and uh, traded for you, Darvish and Blake Snell. Yeah, they the season. both just. What the hell happened? Like Blake Snell, I, I've been on this bandwagon for a minute. Blake Snell is incredibly overrated. Yeah. Oh no. For outside sure. of I his can agree with outside that. of his Cy Young year, he's been, man. He's been j- just above average. Yeah. I mean, and he's it, had some moments, but consistently it hasn't been there. And then you Darvish was, I mean, second in the uh, NL Cy Young last year. Yeah. You know, one of the best pitchers in the sport right now. He just hasn't been that guy. I have never been on, on you Darvish, man, ever since he left the Rangers. Like, I just, like, as a Cub, it never made sense to me. He, yeah, he got off to a really rough start with the Cubs last year. I mean, the, the 2020 year was fluky for yeah. everybody. No, it was flu- – yeah, you can't put much stock into what happened last year and kind of compare it to this year. So, no, that's a good thought. Um, you know, the San Diego Padres, they just continue to spiral out of control. It is just – it's incredible to watch in a way. You know, it's just like a team with so much promise. It's just – come on, guys, like put it together, especially a team that has struggled as long as they have. So, uh, the fall from grace in San Diego is real, but the National League West is strong as ever. As ever. The National League West is so competitive this year. You've got two teams on the brim of 100 wins. Right now, as it stands, the San Francisco Giants, two-game lead on first place ahead of the Dodgers. They're 99-53, and 49-26 at home, and they have more wins on the road than they do at home with 50 wins on the road. That is absurd. The Los Angeles Dodgers, 97-55, second place the Dodgers are in the National League West division. You mentioned the Padres, who are now only a game above 500. 76 and 75, and the Rocks a little bit below 500 at 71 and 80. Okay, but I was listening to and some— And then there's the Diamondbacks. Yeah, all the Who way. aren't even worth the mentioning. They have 48 wins, dude. They have 104 losses. That is absurd. Hey, how we ba- were sa- Baltimore we- has 48 wins, too. That was expected, though. Baltimore has been crap for, like, five years now. Yeah. Nah, they're they're very bad. Um, So I was Who's listening— No, so I actually heard this. I heard a really— Fluky stat. I remember where I heard. I think it might have been on MLB Network this morning. The Philadelphia Phillies have the second longest non-playoff streak, or have the second most uh, consecutive years without a really. 2011 was the last. Wow. Yeah, the Mariners, uh, like the early 2000s. Yeah, Joe but, Girardi not figuring it out. But every team has made the playoffs outside of the Phillies and the Mariners since 2012. Wow. Wow. With how bad some of these teams have been, especially recently. Yeah, like Baltimore was good in 2012. 2015, I think they had Pittsburgh. the best record in the league. <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh was good back then. The Rangers, you know, like that was kind of like the end of their little Cinderella run. Yeah. Wow, that's a great little pull there. 
Obviously, Chicago, the Cubs did their thing. The White Sox are back. The Angels. Yeah, the Angels, the one year. <laughs> the one year they managed to sneak into the playoffs and give Mike Trout some love. They didn't sneak. They had the best record in baseball. Did they that year. year? What year was that? 2014? 14 or, yeah, it was 14. It was the first year of that uh, that uh, Kansas City Royals back-to-back ah, World Series appearances. That's right. That's right. But yeah, they they had that was they've been in the playoffs. That's crazy. With how bad they are now, like just that's hard to wrap my mind around. Really, if, if we want to take it a step further too, in regards to the National League West, like I didn't even realize this: the Giants and the Dodgers are not only the two best teams in their division, but they have the set first and second most wins in Major League Baseball. Yeah, they have more wins than Tampa Bay Rays, who are the best team in the American League with ninety four wins. This is crazy. Like, you have the, the two best teams in baseball playing the same division. At least of, uh, from what we've seen the regular season wins-wise. Yeah. That is crazy to me. And, and it's kind of spurred this conversation about because one of these teams is going to get the short end of the stick. Right? There's only, you know, one division winner in each division. And just because, like, if the season ends today, as great as these 97 wins are for the Dodgers, it's only good enough for a wild-card spot compared to the Giants' 99 wins. And, you know, the wild-card game has been in effect now for almost 10 years. Can you believe it? I mean, when did that start? 2013? 2012. So we're like, this is year nine? Yes. That is crazy. That's what I mean. We're almost a decade into the expanded wild card. Who did it start with? It was like those Pittsburgh and Cincinnati games. It's like my first remembrance of, that was 2013. Though, the I first think. National League uh, wild card game in 2012 was the, the, Car- A's? the Cardinals oh, no, at the Braves. It was Chipper wow. Jones' final career game. Wow. That's in- I can't believe it's been that long, man. Yeah. But, so, I mean, one of these teams is going to get the short end of the sticks and the Giants and the Dodgers. I kind of, I hope it's the Dodgers. There's, there is nothing, be- I mean, the thing is, you know, they're going to probably play your Cardinals if it goes that way. And you guys would be able to throw Wainwright out there, which is, you know, fine. But you're going to have to face one of Scherzer, you know, Scherzer, it's Bueller. Be Scherzer you're gonna, Bueller. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get a, an absolute dog. Or it might be both. Yeah, it, it might, they might go all hands on deck. You get David Price out of retirement, you know, bring them in. Dustin May, if he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got a zillion players that can, you know, chuck the baseball for him. But I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on this this wild card rule? You know, because you can't deny it. One of these teams is going to get screwed. You know, and at the end of the day, you would think that the team that does end up as the wild card is probably going to win that game or, you know, have a pretty damn good chance to do that. But yeah. when you play a full 162 and you win, a, both these teams are going to win 100 plus, and one of you is going to get the short end of the stick. You know, that's kind of. Gotta leave a sour taste. Well, it's not the first time that's ever that's happened. Right. It's not the first time in, in recent history right. that's right. happened. In 2018, I'm looking at it now. The Red Sox won 108, won yep. the division. The Red the Yankees won 100. Had to play, I believe yep. it was the uh Oakland A's. Yep. In uh, New York for that wild card spot. Yep. For wild card game. No, you are exactly right. The Yankees finished 162 that year. The Red Sox 108 and 54. That is absurd. It's just one of those Is that the same year where um the Red Sox beat the Yankees in the playoffs at Yankee Stadium? Yeah. And they like celebrated. Oh, that was the best. That was so satisfying. Yeah, that was the year they won the World Series, too. Right, right. Well, duh. Now, now look at me, you know, putting two and two together. But all I remember honestly, I remember more about the Red Sox touting on Yankee Stadium than I remember anything else from that playoff. Like yeah. just that alone put the biggest well, smile on my face. I believe it was I b- believe the Yankees won like game one. Or some, they won one of those games. Uh, it, it was in Boston, right? And Aaron Judge is walking past the uh, Red Sox, uh, right, 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 their um, clubhouse, blasting New York, New York by Frank, right, Sin- Frank right, Sinatra. Right, 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 right. Oh, that is a classic, dude. That's and then they went on to get their butts handed to him. Love it. That was funny. I I hate the I love it. Passion. 
Wow. In 2018, the Orioles only had 47 wins, and they're about to win. They have 48 wins this year. 44. It's just ridiculous. I'm just looking at the Baltimore Orioles in the cellar there. You had two teams in the American League East. That, it's almost like this year in the NL West. You had two teams in 2018 in the AL East, and the Red Sox and the Yankees both went 100 plus, and you had the Orioles who won 40. It's like they're our version of the Diamondbacks this year. And that was the year they traded Manny to Los you're Angeles. Right. Oh my gosh, you're right. Wow, a little blast from the past. Actually. And we'll talk about an iconic ending to a game. Manny Machado striking out oh, down on one knee to Chris Sale to end the 2018 World Series. It's a beauty. It really is. It's a beauty. I just love watching the Dodgers lose, man. Like, talking about with Squizzy on the show, man. Or maybe it was Squizzy yesterday. I remember who it was. The Dodgers got to get another ring. It you was know? yesterday, yeah. yeah. They got to, I mean, if the 60-game if the World Series ring is all they got, from this era, this little dynasty that they've put together, that's a joke. That is a ring pop with a 60-game regular season. Yeah, no argument here. So, no, that's good, though. But I'm, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out. And again, you know, we talked about in the last podcast, the Rockies have the opportunity to kind of make life difficult for both of these teams. Let's see if they can get the afternoon matinee win uh, here against the Dodgers. And then they got a nice weekend series uh, with the Giants where they can try to play a little spoiler here. Um, Larry Walker, though, he's about to get his, you know, due here at Coors Field. They're going to, you know, honor him this coming weekend. I think Friday's night's game is a fireworks tonight. Any thoughts on the first member of the Hall of Fame for the Colorado Rockies as he's going to kind of get his due, you know, here in front of the fans? I'm surprised it has taken this long to retire his number. I think they were waiting for the All-Star or for the, the Hall of Fame. For, I think they were waiting for that, you know, or at least to see if he was going to get in. Because it makes sense to do it together. That makes sense. Kind of sense, but then why did you retire Todd Helton's number when you did? That's fair. But I think Todd, and like this was before my time. Like I've covered the Rockies, but like I, I never covered them under Todd Helton. You know, I, I think Todd, because he was born and raised in this organization, you know, like I think, I think at the end of the day, Todd means more, and, and Todd should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Because Todd should be the second Rockies player, or he can at least make the case, you know. He's, he's a fringe guy. He's a yeah. fringe guy, absolutely. But I think like Larry Walker, when you think of Larry Walker, like you do think of him in Montreal, you know, he had some interesting run there at the end with St. Louis as well. Like you think of him as a Rocky, but like he means more to other franchises at the same time. Whereas I think Todd, it's Rocky or nothing. It's like John Elway, you know, it's like, it's, it's essentially their version of John Elway. I know they didn't win with Todd Helton, but it's like, he, he was their child. That's a fair take, right? I will argue though, that Larry Walker was undoubtedly the best player in team right. history. I'm not denying that. I just think that Todd... So I guess it's, it's how the organization wants to weigh. Yeah. Like, Todd means more, but Larry's the best, kind of exactly. undoubtedly. I think Todd, sentimentally and emotionally, means the most to the organization. Oh, yeah. There's it, no like there is nobody that means more to the Colorado Rockies as a player than Todd Helton. Or just to Denver. Exactly. Like, That's Todd Helton... fair. Todd Helton backed up Peyton Manning yeah. in, in college. Yep. Todd Helton was a huge reason... Yep. The Broncos got Peyton Manning. Todd Helton pulled up to one of my high school baseball practices just to, like, chill, like, when he was still playing. Or maybe this was when he just retired. Like, he was, like, looking, like, for his daughter to potentially send her to the school there. Just He pulled up one day, you know, just giving everyone tips about, you know, blah, blah. We got a picture with him. This is like, he, he is Colorado. That's really cool. He's Mr. Colorado. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was, like, Chuck Nasty before Chuck Nasty. In a way. Yeah. Like, you know, just, like, yeah. he's got the vibe. Like, that's the other thing is, like, Charlie Blackman, when it's all said and done, like, he will mean... A tremendous, like, they should retire 19. Like, I think that's that's a conversation I think we can start having. I really think so. Like, I, I, you're not going to find another Charlie Blackman for yeah, this Yeah, I, I do that on retirement day. Yeah. No, he's a Rocky for life. You know, and, and he wants to be, he's a Colorado mountain man. Like, he embodies the franchise to the fullest. I think it's fair to say he is 
to the Rockies organization what Yadier Molina is to the Cardinals. Perso- that is a fantastic. Like, I don't think Charlie's. I think, don't think Charlie's going to be a Hall of Famer right. like Molina is uh, currently trending to be. Right. But from a sentimental wise, from a what he's done for the organization, from right. just a from a, just a genuinely good person standpoint. Yeah. Charlie Blackman is the Rockies version of Yadier Molina to the Cardinals. Right. No, I mean, it's a person that will be retired in, like, the Rockies Hall of Fame. Like, you know, if there yeah. is one of those, like, where it's, like, he will be immortalized locally. Day one, yeah. Exactly. Like and you don't even question exactly. it. Exactly. Because, I mean, he'd been through the lows of the lows and then went through those playoff runs, stayed through it all. He's not going anywhere. Carried this team for, for long stretches. Exactly. Played leadoff, played every position in the outfield, hits third, hits fourth. You know, durable, consistent. Yeah, has done everything the organization asked of him and so. with, without even, like, questioning yeah, it not not a, there's no just, like legal issues with charlie blackman no. there's never been a ped no allegation like i know for a fact like the organ like the the pr team like he's he's a tremendous person to deal with he's a little awkward not awkward <laughs> odd like when he talks to you like and you like he just like as a reporter he's one of the most interesting people to talk to because he really cares about his aunt well, i don't know if that he cares but he he doesn't just say things like he yeah. really thinks about what he's saying you know, there's some like there's some answers where he's just like you know he'll kind of blow it off or you know disregard it. But like when you get Charlie Blackman talking and you get the wheels turning in his head, he's very scientific in the sense that like point A leads to point B, then this leads us to point C, right? It's just it's great to see. I don't know. I don't even know how we got to this point, Larry Walker. But it's just like I, Charlie Blackman, man. You know, you play your love by the outfield, like that's immortalized with Colorado sports. Charlie yeah. Blackman hitting lead off. Your love by the outfield plan. That's the first song that came to, that comes to mind when you think of the Rockies. Yeah, exactly. It's a vibe. Like like Charlie Blackman is like the epitome of like Rockies culture. Like he just represents everything that the yeah. Rockies are from. A I love. I love we had this conversation at the game on Tuesday. Like I love how Charlie has that one iconic song. Yeah. And then you have Ron Maltapia who has like eight different songs. Yeah. It, it's just it's something else. He's funny. All right, good stuff. I think our Chipotle is going to be here in a few minutes, so why don't we go ahead and put a bow on this bad boy. Uh, Any closing thoughts, my man, about baseball, Rockies, Hall of Fame inductions? We are into the most exciting part of the baseball season. Yes. And, you know, if the if teams were, like, running away with their divisions and the wild cards were set, like, a week ago, like, that's that kind of lessens the blow. But, I mean, you have both wild card spots, at least in the, uh, in the, in the, in the American League. You have both spots still wide open, right? And you have that like you have four teams still vying for that number two spot in the National League. Go Cardinals! Yeah, there you but, go. But no, it's it's definitely my favorite part of the season. And with the playoffs right around the corner, like I'm, yeah, I'm just ready. We're right there, a couple weeks away. We'll get to mix that in. You know, you, I love it because you get the playoff baseball during the week, and then you get the football on the weekend. You got basketball, hockey, not too far away. So it's the apex time to be a sports fan and to be a sports better. All right, Andrew. Thank you very much. Of course. We'll be back at it again here soon. Chat rocks, chat and baseball, all that good stuff on the 20th of Blake podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. We'll talk to you guys later.